you remind me of a girl that I was <laughs> new. Hi. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> I would like to say hello to everybody that is listening to this here podcast. Doing great. This is Vicky Fox, and today I have with me a guest that is a very big surprise. I'm so happy you're here in this studio. If you're at home, I would like you to clap along with me. Here is Alaska Thunderbird! Yay! Yeah! <laughs> How's it going? Girl, I'm actually, I'm doing great. Doing great. Ding! I'm up before noon. <laughs> Girl, you got me up before noon. <laughs> I've been in theater mode lately. I've been like staying up really late and sleeping and really indulging. It's That's just my life. What do you mean theater? Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Girl, you look good. It's good to see you. It's so good to see you. Was the last time I saw you at Little Shop of Horrors? I think so. In London? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, it was one of those moments of witnessing someone who, oh. there, there is no, there's no one else on earth who could be doing that role the way you did it. In this in this time on this earth, so it was really a privilege to get to see that production. So uh, thank you for that's doing That's a great it. way to start the day with a very lovely compliment. It's Ms. true. It's thank you. Seriously true. <laughs> that means a lot because you're crazy. <laughs> a little. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> of course. Wait, I was going to ask a question that doesn't actually matter, but. What do you mean you're in theater mode? What are we talking about? What are we doing? What's going on in the world of Alaska? Well, right now I'm in The Golden Girls. Yeah. Um, the uh, Jackie Beat and Sherry Vine do The Golden Girls at Casita del Campo here in LA. Oh, yes. I'm familiar. They do it like several times per year. It's so much fun and I always go to see it. And if I am around and I have a chance to be in it and do it. <laughs> yes. When I die... I hope that heaven is living inside episodes of the Golden Girls perpetually for that eternity. Sense. That's a bunch of geniuses working together. It's so fun. Drew Drogi, yes. uh, Sam Pancake, Roz Dresfalez. Everybody right there. Everyone is so lovely. And it's such a tiny, intimate, special theater. It is. And I get to play... Um, this time I'm playing two male characters. I heard. I'm an actor. <laughs> Doing actory things. I have range. <laughs> do you love it? Well, uh, yes, I do. <laughs> because I love the Golden Girls and I love and and I still get in like full man drag. Like I I messaged yes. Landon Sider and was like can you give me tips on how to, like, paint like a man? Yeah, Southern California's premier drag king entertainer. I mean, kind of the world's premier drag king. Now, Is yes. that, I mean, I, will I don't... I go with that. I will give it that. I don't think it's, like, a stretch to say Lynn Insider is the preeminent drag king male No, he's really doing Drag it. artist. Like, there's nobody... He's, like, the one. On the level, yeah. Yeah. Um... And he was really lovely and gave me all these like amazing tips. And but I, mean, I can't wait to just be fucking lashed and glittered and fucking gay <laughs> and, and a exuberant and, and a woman. <laughs> yeah, I cannot wait to be a woman again. But I'm diving into the roles of these two men. And well, when really are we going to be a woman again? Is there a plan for this, or did we put it on the back burner? Friday. When does this come out? <laughs> Tomorrow. No, when this comes out. This comes out. 
whenever God go ahead and gives it to the people. Okay, I like that. <laughs> let go and let God. Yeah, that's yeah. how most great things come in my life. <laughs> that's true. I mean, when you go, um, I give up. I give up daily. You do? You know, the people... <laughs> Is that your tip for yes, life? I give up daily to stop. Uh, I hear that. You know, like when you're on your phone and it just won't, like the page won't load or something. Just stop. You're just not supposed to be doing that right now. That is like a really good philosophy. But most people in the in the world of like healing work would call it surrender. <laughs> surrender. It's true. It's important. Up. It really is. Yeah. You, when you hit a wall, that's not your way. Go Go around the other way. Yeah. But you have to stop to see it first. That's true. You know? See, it, for me, if the phone won't load, I just get really pissed off. I fly into a rage. I spiral. Same, though! Um, yeah. What's your sign? I'm a Pisces. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. So she's Too a brinder. Is that what it is? Pisces yeah. have a lot of emotions, and they simmer right at the surface, but Pisces yeah. don't really like to talk about it. They like to brood on it. Wow. That is really accurate. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. That's okay. I'm a cancer, so I my mood swings will could kill someone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that. One hundred percent. From one one mood swinger to another. <laughs> I hear you. Oh yeah, Pisces are good with those too. Violent. Dizzying. I, I once read a description of Pisces and it's like they're dizzying mood swings. They're <laughs> Well, hey, just because, you know, they're water signs, so those those emotions run deep. It's true. We do. Okay, so this podcast is all about that kind of stuff. I had no idea that you were so, like, witchy-woo-woo. You didn't? I didn't know this about you. See, I always thought people just knew that I was that I person. see you have a, a crystal around your neck. I do. Amethyst. I have a couple. I have amethyst here and citrine, and I have labradorite. Oh, my God. My best friend Jeremy would be... Like, he'd be like, so he'd tell you all about each stone. Really? She knows she's an I'm not good with knowing what they are. I'm just good at, like, when I first am attracted to them, I, I, they come into my life. Most of them, most of what's around my neck and my fingers has been gifted to me, actually. Really? Would just come into my life. And I'm like, okay, I'll work with this. And they stay with you sort of as long as they want to. And then when it's time for them to go, they they, go. Yes. they will disappear or break. <laughs> Mine like to just break. throw themselves on the ground. And There's break. one stone that I can't really have in my life. And it's what? tiger's eye. I can't yeah. keep it. I'll have a ring or something, a necklace or something. And then as soon as like I guess it's built up and it's absorbed whatever it needs to absorb, I can't find it. They it's gone. They just gone. Disappeared. Zap. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. Yeah, they fully do. I mean, I always assumed you was the witchy variety, too, though. A little bit. Yeah. I dabble, for sure. <laughs> we love a dabbler. I, be I believe, like, I really believe in it. And I believe in, like, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's the Lord or if I feel it's... like anybody that's tried to find themselves has stumbled across some, across isn't a word, but across. Oh, it is today. <laughs> Some of the, the witchery things and, like, all religions and stuff, you kind of, like, yeah. get into it when you try to figure out who you are. Yeah. And, you know, pick up pieces that you believe in stuff. For sure. I actually was watching an interview with someone last night. It doesn't matter who and what. But <laughs> this idea in the interview of the person who was being interviewed refused to say that he believed anything. Because when you say okay. you believe something, then it's, like, an idea or, like, a construct that you can't shatter or break Right. Is not flexible. Yeah. And I was like, that's wild. I never thought about my beliefs as being, like, firm. Right. 
I guess it starts to like make it concrete, and yeah. then it start like. But I never yeah. thought about that when you say I, like yeah. I believe, or like because I know like once you say I know something, <laughs> right? Then you're probably not going to know it, or you're going to unlearn it real quick, right? But like I never thought about beliefs like that. Wow. Yeah. What? Are, okay. Here's a question for you. Okay. What's the belief that no one would think that you held, but you like firmly believe it? I don't. Well, I don't know. It's been described as like superstitious mm-hmm. but i i think it's like i think it comes out of like a spirituality and okay so <laughs> go go with me on this. oh i'm here for the journey maybe Let's this is insane it. i've never i don't really talk about this stuff nobody really does that's why i want to talk about it so <laughs> yes girl. so you know the show lost <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I never finished the show Lost. I started okay. it though, and yes. I really liked it. And the guy who um he um he was like a rock star on the he was one of he oh, was yeah, in yeah. Lord of the Rings, the actor. What is his name with the long scraggly hair? Yeah. He played like a rock star who was like really into like drugs, like Party. I think heroin. <laughs> And so he gets to the island and there's like obviously no heroin because they crash on a desert island. Mm-hmm. And he's like kind of struggling with his addiction and like whatever. And then he stumbles upon a crate of Virgin Mary statues and one of them breaks open and they are all filled with bags of heroin. So he's on a desert island and he comes face to face with like his biggest thing yeah whether it's his demon or his addiction or whatever but he comes face to face with it and he decides and not to like do heroin all the time and right and somewhere along the line they they say like they say fuck i can't remember the but it's like uh if you want you you have to give something up Mm -hmm. to the to the Lord or to to God or yeah, to yeah. the universe, you have to give up that that your biggest demon in order to, I don't know, to to fully receive the gifts of the yes. Lord. Yes, is that is that crazy? That they no. say, that's the idea on the, the show Lost, and yeah, it really yeah. stuck with me for for. No, I as you were saying it, I was just receiving it and processing it because I feel like that's. A valid thing. I mean, there is this whole concept of sacrifice throughout every ancient mysticism yeah. and everything that you have to sacrifice. It's the same thing I was talking about surrender. Eventually, you're just going to have to let go. Yes. And just, it is what it is. Yeah. And see the blessing that's in front of you somehow, some way. But I do think that there's something to be said that, like, when speaking of heroin, mm-hmm. if it is something that pulls you away from... Hold on, I feel like I have to explain this part to you. Okay. Of myself. My beliefs, even though it can change, right currently are that you're either working in love or Mm. outside of that, which is not that. So everything that's not love. Right. Which is the fear and the Mm -hmm. illusion and all of this. So if if you are not in that love frequency, vibration, or mindset, or wherever, then what is stopping you from doing? achieving that and that's usually something outside of you that is yeah that you're drawing into yourself instead of going from yourself and giving it out yeah does that make sense because when you come from Completely. like your place you're always authentic always connected to that yes. love intention like you n- can't have a bad intention but when you're taking it from the outer world around you 
Yes. Is when it starts to dilute who you are. Yes. If that makes sense. And cloud your Completely. judgment. And so, yeah, we should give up that which is not of us. Yes. In order to, like, be better, do better. You because know? it's accessible to us at all times. That pure, right. authentic, like, center of being. Yeah. We have to literally just get out of the way of it. When things like fear start yes. to take over, when things like ego start to take over. Oh, girl, ego we- is is. Girl! I can't wait to make ego my bitch because <laughs> I've been be- <laughs> ego's bitch for so long. Tea, full tea. I like to talk shit with the best of them, but I feel like anytime my mouth has gotten me in trouble, it has fully been my ego, girl. Right, fully. Yeah, I got caught up in somebody else's mess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had too much to say about some shit. Uh huh. All ego, fully. Out you go. But this is fun to talk about because people don't be thinking queens have, like, you know, anything outside of what they do. Yeah. And we're pretty wild. (laughs) We are. And drag is, I think, something really deep that's masquerading as something really shallow. 1,000%. We're the tricksters. We are the, the Joker gods. Yeah. All of that in plain sight. Hiding in plain sight. We're not even hiding. No, you know we're I- fucking, we want you to see us. <laughs> yes, we're flaunting it. Yeah. Like, hey, look at how ridiculous everything is all the time. Yeah. But also, there's some stuff we should take seriously. And I think people, sure. like, miss that part of it. That, like, right. I don't know a single successful queen that hasn't really been through the ringer. Yeah. Or I don't know a single funny person that hasn't been extremely traumatized in life. That's true, isn't it? Do you know what That's I mean? so fucked. And like, <laughs> it is completely <laughs> fucked. But I feel like you can't find the humor in something until like you've been to the bottom of it. Yeah. And then you can go, <laughs> all of that, it's fine. And that is our, that is so much our gift, like as, as drag performers. Yeah, but I feel like sometimes people miss it because they get caught in the glitter and the gold and the, the glamour of it all. Which right. is the fun. Sure, that gets you in the door, but that's really the tip of the iceberg. This is what I'm saying. I think there's some deep shit going on with drag performance. I agree, and I think yeah. that we might not even be aware of it, though. Because I feel yeah. like when you do the Lord's work, <laughs> sometimes yeah. you don't even know that you're doing the Lord's work. It that's kind of happens. That's completely true. Okay, one of the things I want to do on this here show yeah. is read your cards, if you're okay with that. Oh, yes. I like that. Okay. Yeah. But I'm right. going to do it with regular playing cards. Okay. Wild. Or <laughs> Playing with the queen of hearts. Yeah! <laughs> you know what <laughs> So go ahead and hold, like, in your little heart space. Hold just, like, an intention, a thought. If there's a situation you want to have some clarity on, hold that there. I'm going to shuffle these cards real quick, and then I'm going to hand it to you to cut for me. Okay. If that's okay. Mm-hmm. And then I will do the spread. I'm going to spread your cards on the table. Now, I have a hard time remembering what they all mean, so I have it written down in a book here. Go ahead and split that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Because it's just easier for me to do that. Yes, Miss Alaska. Okay, come on now. Yeah. I think this is 10 cards. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, great. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The first card is your... What is it? Your present. This is the present card. And that is the three of clubs. Now, clubs is creativity in action. 
Okay. Duh, you are a very creative person. Yeah. One of the most creative people. Okay. Beings. I wouldn't even call you a person. You a being. Okay. You a being. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and three is connection. So your present situation is connection mm-hmm. with your creativity. That's true. And I'm very here for this. I buy that. <laughs> I mean. The gods don't lie. They do not. And the weird thing is, sometimes they're a little too real. And these are, oh, the three of hearts is next. Oh. In the uh, um, immediate challenge situation. So that would be, the hearts are uh, clearly to me, emotions, feelings, all of that. And three is connection. So your present situation has to do with all of that. Whatever you were holding in your heart space. Okay. Don't tell me yet. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. keep that to yourself, and we'll see if it makes sense at the end of the reading. <laughs> okay, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, psychics be reading stuff, and they just pull it out of nowhere, or they do, like, that cold read stuff where they make it up. Right. Like, so <laughs> you know somebody named Mike. I'm getting the name Mike. You know, and it's like, girl, that's bullshit. Come on. But sometimes it, like, is dead on. Yeah. Or, like. It's either dead on or super, super vague. Like, you once had a hot dog. <laughs> oh, my God. That's uncanny. <laughs> How could she be so right? <laughs> okay. In the distant past, you have the Jack of Clubs. And the Jack of Clubs... Oh, shit. Distant past. In the distant past. I'm going to read you what I wrote here for the interpretation of the Jack of Clubs. Okay. <laughs> this is not a personal attack. In the past, there was... <clears throat> the vibe is unreliable. Unreliable, mm-hmm. hot-headed, risk-taker, athletic. <laughs> Does any of that connect well, to the Three man? out of four ain't bad. <laughs> Listen, you can't be right all the time. <laughs> you can't. You got to take your wins with your losses. Okay. No, okay. All right. Well, distant past. Now yeah. I'm trying to think. Okay. I mean, usually this is connected to whatever you were holding in your head about. Okay. Or your heart. Yeah. All right. Okay. So in the recent past, you have the five of clubs. And that would be disturbance in your creativity and action and moving forward. Okay. I can feel that. I yeah. can see that. Does yeah. that make it disturbance? I just disturbia. Dis- <laughs> disturbia. <laughs> playing in my head as I turn the card over. Like, disturbia. It's playing in every drag queen's head at all times. Isn't it though? Yeah, on heavy rotation. <laughs> oh, speaking of drag queens, Jackie B, I'm telling you, did want to come on the show. She said she would like to come on the show and talk about stuff because, you know, Jackie B. Well, I was supposed to give her a gig in Aspen, but they flew out today and she's doing the Golden Girl, so she couldn't go. Oh, uh, wow. I mean, I don't know what was love in Aspen, that, but they, Aspen. how you going to call me the day before you need somebody? Does that mean somebody called out? Bitch, I'm not a, a filler. <laughs> I, I mean, but I still am. take it. Is there am. still time? Aspen is <laughs> so you're fierce. telling me to go. <laughs> Aspen is fierce. I'll I call got them to after the show. What yeah. is this position? The, oh, the did I do it right? Um, that one we were on the the, the recent recent past. past. Okay. okay, and now this is what I don't know. What this that. is the fifth card, and this okay. is the best outcome for your situation. Okay. Even Jack. though I feel like we should go to the immediate future first. Okay, great. Let's do that. Let's do that. That's the Jack of Diamonds. Okay. Now, the Jack of Diamonds <laughs> is the exact opposite of the Jack of Clubs, and that is reliable, hardworking, quiet, and hidden depth. Okay. That's your immediate future. I'm kind of here for that. I hear that. I kind of see you as this right now. 
Okay. If I that's can okay. That. If you don't mind my perspective upon I your life. I do not mind your perspective. <laughs> okay, so the best outcome for the situation that you were holding in the heart space, mm-hmm. that is the jack of spades. Now, let me tell you what that one is. Rebel. <laughs> Fights for a cause. Intellect and political. That's your best outcome. Nice. So you might need to employ these tactics. Okay. For whatever it is. We could talk about other stuff between the cards. Actually, right now, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Because did we talk about it on the thing yet? Before we started this here podcast, you and I were talking about Mount Shasta. Yeah, I thought it was like a promotional uh, amusement park for Shasta Cola, but it's not. It's that. not. I mean, I, do, I didn't <laughs> even connect the fact that there was like a Shasta soda <laughs> with Mount Shasta. I literally thought that, because you were talking about doing a show with Wendy Ho. Yes, because I, I, well, because Wendy Ho and I, we're very witchy sisters. And we've been talking about, wow. like, touring around and going to all the sites we want to see, like Sedona and Mount Shasta and all of this. And we were like, let's book gigs and then go spend weekends places. You should definitely I don't do know, know why we haven't done it, but now we're going to keep, like, put it together and do it. That's but amazing. So, Mount Shasta is known for, like... Bigfoot sightings, UFOs, all of this, Mount Shasta. And they even, there's um, a whole like theory that in the mountain of Mount Shasta, there are people that live inside the earth. I know we just went on like, a huge wild tangent. I <laughs> Is know, that girl. for sure? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm telling you that I don't know this, but other people believe this and apparently have, like, evidence and documentation. Are they, like, just hippies who are off the grid? Or I is mean, it, like, or is it, it, it like, could Bigfoot? be just from their microdosing, but it could also be from, like, <laughs> Dude. this is really their life. But there's apparently, like, leftover beings. Okay, so leftover beings. Left, I'm, I'm going to say leftover beings because every time there was like a cataclysm, like the great floods, the fires, the oh, ice yes. ages. Yes, yes, yes. You know, where do all these animals and beings go? Apparently, like the Hopi people in, in the Americas, they say that the ant people brought them out from the ground after the last cataclysm. Okay. So after the last flood, the Hopi people were brought by the ant people. They said they looked like ants. From out of the ground. Which to me, if you say an ant person, that kind of looks like the, what we call aliens today. You know, with like the big yeah, bug eyes. and like big that, head. Big, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So along with the pe- other people, because the Hopi were underground during mm. the flood. So that means that people can live underground for a hot minute. Okay, cool. I can entertain sure. that idea. So then I entertain the idea that somebody said, because there's been like ancient civilizations like Atlantis and Lumeria, like all this. Yeah, wild ancient stuff. Where did they go? They couldn't have just like disappeared with no trace, right? With no trace. Okay, cool. So apparently, there's this whole thought out there that they actually live in the earth, hmm, like subterranean. Okay, and that in Mount Shasta are remnants of the ancient civilization of Lumeria. Okay. In the mountain, there are light beings and fairy people in the mountain. Can you I'm not go saying, like visit these? This things? is where I want to go. This you should. Where, I because but here's the thing. I feel like just because I want to see all of this and I want to be like this is real, I'm not gonna see nothing. That's possible because I feel like God is funny with me that way. It might test your faith. <laughs> 
100%, which I'm also here for. Yeah. But like, you know, give me a bone. Right. (laughs) Which I think you would get if you went on this Mecca with Wendy and like went to all these places. (laughs) You would get lots of bones. You think? For sure. I also want to do one of those things where like you can join a bunch of people in a giant field and just wait for a UFO or like call one down. You can do that? Yes, girl. Do they come? Yes. Yes, girl. Yes. There are like entire ranches with like setups for like people to stay the weekend and then you just, everybody camps out, out in this huge field at night. <gasps> and they just get, like, visitations. That sounds so fun. But, like, it's so dodgy because all of the, like, recorded videos are, like, super zoomed on people's phones. So it just looks like fuzz floating around. But, like, you fuzz have don't to go move experience like it. Yeah, you have to go experience it. Yeah. Bring a good camera. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck. Well, I think that's all kind of wild, though. Yeah, that's fierce. Like crop circles, all of that stuff. That would be so much I want to see it. I want to put my hands on it. I want to experience it in person. Yeah. I went to Stonehenge. Did you? Yeah. Have you ever gone there? Tell me more. No. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, you can really feel just the like, like stillness. Yes. In the air around it. See, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. We also went, it was... We were in the UK, and Jeremy was like, we should go to Stonehenge, and we should go to Glastonbury. Yes. There's actually a bus that will take you to both of those in a day. Oh, work. Well, we decided to rent a car, which, as you know, they drive on a different (laughs) side of the road over there. So I was like, Jeremy, you are driving. I am not the one. And he he did it. We had never driven over there. And no. He did it. We drove two hours outside the city, and we went to Stonehenge. We went to Glastonbury. It was really, um, really like a magical part of the world, for sure. Okay, what was your attitude going there? Because I feel like that has a lot to do with someone's experience. What were you thinking, like, on the way? Well, I-, I don't know. I mean, it's... So it's a marvel because it's it's like how the fuck do they move these giant rocks? Right. Okay. Well, we can talk about that too. But so what? I've heard that it's like there's like a sound. Yes. There's also system that. of, and it sort of goes back to like the pyramids and mm-hmm. this idea that there were different ways of manipulating matter. It, Correct. That but which we call magic today. We call it magic. Right. But that was just the But way it of was life. just normal and just sort of like, oh yeah, chill. It's the same people like how Merlin the magician uh-huh. like had like a staff or a wand and he would like move the stones yeah. to like build stuff. Yeah. With a staff. Uh-huh. And there's like all these stories in the Bible, like how Moses parted the Red Seas with a staff. Or like <laughs> I need to get a staff. You know what I mean? Like, but what was that staff? Like what don't we understand about that? technology what that like could build a pyramid with yeah. precision like that like call in the elements to just do-do-do-do. because right. there's what is it the pyramid is actually built from the top down stop what is that what does that mean yeah, no. how i don't know but the evidence is that it was built from the top down which is not physically possible Wow. Yeah, there's also some there's also some BS about the Sphinx. Let me tell you about that. Her and her botch nose job. (laughs) (laughs) She got the chop. Girl, just chop right the hell up. 
She went a little too far. Completely. She went unbotched. But so she's in the middle of the desert, right? We all know the Sphinx is in the desert. There's sand, nothing but sand. Yeah. But why does the Sphinx have flood weathering all over its body? Like if you look at the head, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like sand and wind erosion. It looks fine. But when you look at the body, it's clearly eroded and like lumpy bumpy goose boots. Right. Which would not come from wind. Wind wouldn't look like that. So that looks like rainwater trickling off of stone. Was there water there? It at had some to be point? covered in water, which would be the like last flood situation, which ties it into the world story of the flood. I'm telling you, this stuff is all insane and all ends up connected. Yeah. Which is just so wild. So, like in my head, the same civilization that built Stonehenge mm-hmm. had to be associated with like the Easter Island people. Those giants. Because it's like a similar thing. How you do that? Where you? It's not like they could like write letters or no. And you can't. You're not going to convince me that people who had um, (laughs) rudimentary tools Mm -hmm. carved these giant stone figures. You can't convince me that (laughs) they did not have some kind of education. Right. That's not possible. Yeah. Because they wouldn't have the forethought for all of this. And how did they get all these stones where they are in the first place? (sighs) I know. See, I don't believe none of it. I don't. And the pyramids are also like a phenomenon that are all over the earth. This is what I was just saying yesterday. Everywhere. They're on every continent. Yeah. Like they're covered. Like in China, they have giant pyramids. But yeah. covered in mounds of grass and stuff. And the government won't let you see them. Hmm. We have them here in the States. Where? Uh, are they like underground or under mountains? On the East Coast because the Aztec people were here. And as they moved down into the Americas. So they built the pyramids here first. We have pyramids? Yeah. But you won't find them. They're like mounds now. Covered over. Wow. I'm telling you, get on to Google. Search the mounds. They're here. There's like a whole, like, there's these serpent mounds on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's Virginia or somewhere. I don't want to say because I'll be very wrong. Okay. But there's a whole serpent built, like, mount. It's Insane. It looks like a snake. And from above, you can see it. But if you're down on the ground, you would never know that it was a serpent. Wild. Wow. There's also, inside the Grand Canyon, there were Egyptian artifacts. Inside the Grand Canyon, along with giant bodies. Uh, what? Bones of, giant, g- bones of giant people anywhere from 18 to 23 feet tall. Girl, this is what I read about. This is why <laughs> wow. I have to mind my business. That's like some deep YouTube hole shit. Yes. Yeah. Very that. For sure. I'm not afraid to go there. No. I've been there. <laughs> I've for sure been there. This is what I do sober. This is why I can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what I look up when I'm sober. If I was not that sober, I can't imagine. Well, I mean, actually, I can. I'm really good at drugs. <laughs> Should good. we take a break? Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Bye. Oh my gosh, we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so before we get to these cards, because I went on a crazy tangent about absolutely nothing for no reason, because I like to talk about stuff. The pyramids and the slackics and the gorgals. (laughs) It's not Christian. (laughs) (laughs) Also, 
<laughs> I heard, because you brought up Christian. They've been dealing in dark sided stuff. <laughs> Have you ever you seen know. Delta Work do that number? Yes. It is one of my she, favorite uh, things in the entire world. She is the preeminent God Warrior mix. There's there's a God Warrior mix in every city uh, that, <laughs> that drag exists. Yes. But Delta's is the one. It's genius. I just love when she sna- like snaps the Bible clothes <laughs> on people's fingers. <laughs> she goes around. She's holding the Bible, and then she go- when it's time to take tips, she opens <laughs> she opens the Bible, and it's hollowed out, and you can put money in the, the Bible. Bible. Oh, she's genius. Oh my god, I love her so much. <laughs> Sorry, what were you gonna say? Well, I, I was gonna. gonna ask, I don't remember what I was gonna say, but um, I was gonna ask about your podcast. But then oh I, yes, I mean, how many does she have? Um, what? What do you mean? Podcast? I feel like you're everywhere. Well, uh, Willem and I do. Am I gonna burst into flames in this room saying that? <laughs> no, Willem do you guys on hate the show? each other? No! Uh, do you like each other? Okay, good. <laughs> oh, good. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do a podcast called Race Chaser. Yes. And we talk about um, RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, and yeah, we talk about every <laughs> single episode of yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race. I love it because it's kind of a no holds barred situation too. Uh, yeah, we have a really unique perspective because we've both been through it. And through we, the ringer, yeah. We both had really unique experiences going through it. I mean, he's, yes. he was sort of like disqualified and oh, I remember. unceremoniously removed from the kingdom. <laughs> and, you know, and I went on All Stars and, you know, and I was on season five and I had a very different experience from Willem. <laughs> yes. Uh, but you're both successes. I can say this. Which well, I feel like people should see that no matter what happens, you can... Make something out of it. It's, yes. And it, it's an opportunity. And I think there is a lot of, uh, there's a lot of ways you can use it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think I just, I got really lucky. And timing was, was really great. And so like all these things go into that. I don't know if I believe in luck. Okay. I mean, I mean yes, to an extent, but I feel like it's an, um, a way to explain away some like somebody's hard work. Okay. Because I feel like you really put in those hours. Yeah. Put in the time. You busted your brain. Yeah. You know, like you put in the time and the and the the sweat and tears. Yeah. It is, I mean, they I mean who I think Oprah says it's like opportunity. Preparation means preparation. opportunity. Yes. <laughs> yes. So yes, I agree with that. That equals what we consider to be luck. But yeah. but when opportunities come, which sometimes they do, being ready uh, for them yes. is fierce if you it's can do it. I, yeah. You know, yeah. I will say that some of the best things in life you're not prepared for. That's true. You kind of just go, okay. Um, Thrown in. I guess I'm going to do that now. Yeah. That's how drag happened for me. It was an accident. I didn't want to do well, it. Well, I'm, I'm glad that accident happened. I am too. It's been very fun. <laughs> who, who? Detox? Oh, no. Oh, okay. The only reason Detox adopted me and made me her drag daughter <laughs> was because she didn't have to do anything. <laughs> and then she would just bring it me was... along and yell at me about how awful my makeup was. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh. She would just, Vicky, are you watching? Uh. 
No. Oh, well, this is what you should be using. <laughs> okay. Uh, Thank you. She's such a good mother. She really is. She just FaceTimed me last night, fully drunk in bed in London. I'm like, what? Uh, good morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> good morning. I love that beach. Okay, wait. Let's get back to these cards. I could talk to you about nothing all day. Okay. Okay, the card that is in, I don't still don't know what your actual situation that you were thinking about is. But we'll get to that. Okay. But the factors affecting that situation, now these are usually personal issues. Okay. Are the four of clubs, and the four is stability, and clubs is creativity and action. So. Okay. Now it says factors affecting the situation would be stability in that area. Okay. Now I don't know if it's too stable. Is that a problem? Uh, I think there was a time in my life where I, I fantasized that instability equaled, you know, artistic, creative. Yeah, that the chaos is necessary. (laughs) But I actually, I don't know, as I get older, it's like, I, I think it's actually better to have space in Mm -hmm. your just consciousness. And I'm being as you know, creative and as prolific, but there's yes. a little bit less stress around it. It's it's more, like, spacious. And What does that feel like for you? It feels fierce. It's great, <laughs> actually. I don't yes. long for the... I don't long for the chaos of, of my younger years. I'm glad that yeah. that all happened, but I don't romanticize it that, like... Oh, oh, same. Not at all. It has to be crazy and stressful and, you know, grinding. It, 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 I think there's something about stability, which is uh, really great. It's really nice. Yeah, I didn't really understand stability. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't think I ever, like, thought that it was a thing anybody really needed. Right. Because I was so comfortable in the chaos. Right. Which sure. I thought was my superpower. I got this. Yes. But now at 35, I'm like, I didn't have to have that. Like, I really yeah. could I really could have sat down. <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> right. We can. <laughs> Absolutely. But now at this point in my life, I'm like, I don't want to, though. No, I would like to do other things. I don't want it to be chaotic. I want it to be, like, smooth and lovely for everybody. Right, for everybody, not even just myself. And yeah. I have found that, that when I... I'm on the smooth and easy ride and the lovely mm-hmm. ride. Very lovely. <laughs> so lovely. <laughs> Everybody can be lovely too. That's right. Because I also understand that I, as a person, tend to affect mm-hmm. everybody in the room. <laughs> yeah, Whether they so want I can me see to that. affect them or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I need to be a little careful. <laughs> yeah. Because, girl, my energy and attitude can smack somebody in the face. That's I mean, true. It, it, yeah. I don't even do it on purpose, though. Right. But I mean, you know, that's, that's, I mean, that's kind of who we are. That's <laughs> right. It is who you are. And it is your superpower is that it does have your energy does have a, an effect. And that's great. But I know as a mood swinger myself, <laughs> that sometimes that pendulum, we can swing it. <laughs> and that's not nice to do. No, no. I don't like to do it. No. Not, not. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm just thinking of times that I really let some people have it, and I'm so sorry to those people. I'm so <laughs> sorry to those people because not only do, am I in control of my mood swings sometimes, and are they rough, but I'm also petty. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I will Petty let you. officer reporting for duty. Girl, I'm not afraid. Five years from now, I'm going to bring it back up. Right. Okay. <laughs> but I'm actually trying not to be that person. Oh, wow. Hence why I had a conversation with Willem. I was like, we would. I would really like to bury all the hatchets in my life. That's good. Yeah. Because it's, you know, I don't know. Carrying around that stuff is It's a lot. And I'm a big person as it is. I can't right. carry all this. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Especially if I'm not going to ask for help. Right. If I'm going to really do it on my own, then everybody back up or hold this. Either back up or hold it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, come on. Let's get back to these cards. Okay. So, the card that is your external influences okay. over here is the 10 of diamonds. Mm-hmm. And the 10 is completion, and diamonds is the practical and material world. So, like, your day-to-day okay. reality. Okay. But this just says your external influences. So, but if it says complete, I'm confused. Because I feel like that wouldn't bother me if the world is in order. Right. Yeah. But I'm trying to find out, looking at these cards, is your world in order? Do you need it in order? Or does it appear in order and it's not? I think it is. I mean, at the moment. Right. My well, ex- then that's what this is saying. Yeah. It's like. Wasn't it this one say you were stable? Girl, it's very weird to be sitting across from one of the queens of the world and she is stable. Uh, and imagine. Her, <laughs> she is stable and her material world is all right. Yeah. Girl, this is great. This is why the podcast is doing great. You would never know. Yeah. Maybe it's that her everything else is okay now, so now she can focus on like love and emotions. And you, so that's why that's yeah. the challenge. Girl, that's what I was thinking. But Clementine, you are very correct. That because your world is together, that you can focus on the issue at hand that Mm -hmm. you were thinking about. Because you have ordered your space. Yeah. And your heart and all of this. You got your shit together and your outer shit together. So you can, whatever the issue is, you gonna handle it. I'm here for this. Thank you. <laughs> looking at me like I'm crazy, girl. No, not at all. I'm just taking it in because I, I feel that. Do you? I mean, it, this shows that you've done the work. Well, it's kind of like, it's kind of the the thing that popped into my head when you said, like, think about something that you, that has been on your mind or on your heart or whatever. The thing that popped into my mind, and I, I can't really talk about it, like, okay. publicly, but um, okay. it's... It's like a thing that I've been working on for some time and have been putting off and like it's mm-hmm. sort of got lost in like the chaos of of being on tour and doing drag and like right. being on the road and being in the airport and you know bus another bus no sleep <laughs> yes. club oh, no sleep know the life. garage yeah. uh she said garage <laughs> <laughs> and so now it, it it's Sort of at the point where I can look at it, mm-hmm. and it's been actually causing me like anxiety and a, a little bit of stress because I've been able to put it off for so long. Right. And now is the time where I've like gotten things stable for the moment for the purpose of looking at this. Right. And so that's exactly what these are saying. Clementine, you own it, girl. So I've had, you know, I've had anxiety about it, but it's time to do it. And so I'm, no, it's just really, it's great to, it's great to hear that. What do you do for your anxiety? Because I feel like as performers, we all get it. I was, 
the other day told them that I <laughs> I don't get nervous, but I do have to pee. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Like, when I get like super, super anxious, I almost uh-huh. feel physically ill. Oh, wow. I don't feel the anxiety. My body does. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, Whereas sure. some people, like, their mind races and they, like, fidget and can't sit still. What wow, it gets in your how body. Does it, like, yeah, how does it show up for you? Um, I drink a lot, uh, <laughs> I guess. I don't know why is that, that my is. anxiety? Why do I do? Why, why do I? Because we can. What? I, but I'm like, what is my, what is my, like, pain? What, why? Because alcohol is like a, mm-hmm. it, uh, numbs or, you know, is like a pain reducer. It's a depressant. So why? <laughs> Why do I just reach for it so frequently and so often? Well, I don't know sometimes why. Sometimes it is delicious. It is fucking delicious. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it is. It's delicious. And you know what? As people, I feel like as people who provide an escape for others. Yes. We need an escape. Okay. And sometimes we don't have time to go sit <laughs> at Mount Shasta and om for three hours. Let me just do this shot real quick. <laughs> right. It's sort of like turning off the thinking brain. Yes. And getting back to that just sort of like baseline, which there are ways to do it that don't involve getting getting drunk. But this is true. Also, I'm going to bring this up because we're talking about alcohol, uh-huh. that it actually comes from the word, I think it's Arabic, for spirits. And you know how they like they say they call it spirits, they call it yeah, spirits wine and spirits. That is a way because when you drink and or do like drugs and things, uh-huh. it actually like puts holes in your auric field, so other en- energies can come in easier. Ooh. I know, but you don't Ooh. have to think about that. Just enjoy your booze, girl. <laughs> Just have a good time. Yes, get a, dance on top of the table. Live your life. I mean, wow. Yeah. Which, no, I feel to that. To me, it makes sense why people like black out. And, and liter- but they're still functioning. We call it the, getting the demon because, like, sometimes if you get Absolutely. really wasted, if it's a full moon and you get really ripped. Hello. Sometimes you get the demon. Sometimes, sometimes it's got to come out. And it literally is like something else comes into your body and yeah. you're, you know, screaming and carrying on and. Uh, well, I haven't done that in so long. I haven't either, but we might have to do it. I facilitate it for other people, oh, absolutely. and I take care of them. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, because I've had enough of the demon in my life, right? And she still comes in every now and then. Yeah, less often. Same, actually, yeah. less often. Although, still is wild. Mm-hmm. I'm still making terrible choices at this age, but. It's great stories, though. I support that. <laughs> Good stories. Hey. Okay. Let's keep. We're almost done with these cards, I promise, because mm-hmm. I really want you to pull a couple cards for me. Oh, I'm scared. I love okay. learning about myself. Okay, great. So, your hopes and fears as it pertains to your situation with Miss Good Project you were talking about mm-hmm. is the Seven of Clubs. Again, with your creative, there's a lot of creativity on this table. A lot of clubs going. Up. Queen yeah. of clubs, honey. I'm the <laughs> queen of clubs. <laughs> and the seven, seven is a great number. Okay, yes. I feel like it's God's number, but for this this thing, there is um, the card of mystery. Okay, which is wild. Card of mystery. Mystery. Okay. 
So there's mystery with the creativity. Uh-huh. So there's kind of like a fog around it. There fully is. <laughs> yeah, there fully is. Is this, is this true? Yeah. Girl, that's wild. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking at you, but my mind is kind of blown because every time I pull these cards for somebody, it's like you would think it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, it's just a plain deck of cards, but I, this is actually really insightful. It's I've wild. never, I've never seen it done with like a a regular um, playing card deck, but it's really cool. I I love it because it like doesn't have its own images on it. Because I think I was saying this to somebody else, but like the death card is terrifying to somebody that Girl! <laughs> has yeah. no connection to anything. When you get like a, a death or like the hanged man or something, and you're like, yeah. Oh, um, what does that mean? So you already get this like weird intention and like concept that you have to like break down before you can receive any information. Exactly. Whereas with playing cards, you're kind of unassuming. So like your guard is dropped. Exactly. You're, exactly. It's wild. Yeah. Because I don't think we realize how much symbolism affects mm-hmm. how we feel. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've started to notice it when it comes to like stop signs, red lights, green lights, yellow lights. Yeah. You instinctively have like a, your blood picks up as soon as the light turns green. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's things like that that we don't pay attention to, but they run all day, every day. Yeah. And we're always bombarded with signals and signs and imageries. And yeah. So this, I like to take away all of that. And just give I me like something simple. That. You know what I'm saying? I, like that. I appreciate Look that. At that dude. I know. What? <laughs> you have the nine of hearts. And here what is this? Uh, for your final outcome. Final outcome. So that is growth. Okay. And your emotions and feels and relationships. So your okay. final outcome for all of this is growth. Okay. And beautiful growth. Oh, good. Girl, that's wild! That's great. I'm so here for it. Oh, I love that. Thank you. But it's very focused on your creativity. Yeah. Very, very focused. Lots of clubs. <laughs> and ever so stable. <laughs> <laughs> Madam is ever so stable. Imagine that. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> America's wild town. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was just thinking about... When you were on um, MTV, what was that show? Was it on VH1 or MTV? Where Scary it was like, Famous? Yes! Yeah. <laughs> that haunted house, girl! <laughs> uh-huh. If you haven't seen it, I do suggest going to see it because Eva the Diva is also on it. And it is oh, completely worth it. Isn't she great? Yeah, like the greatest. Like, so lovely. <laughs> she knows- I wouldn't have survived a day without, without that Eva. one. Yeah. <laughs> Weren't you possessed on that show? Well, because I was, like, bored. I was like, this isn't scary. I literally don't know how to be a reality star. Like, Safari is, like, doing monologues. Like, New York has given herself the character that she's a psychic all of a sudden. She did on that show. Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Because usually, like, if it was, like, an acting production, the director would tell me, okay, so here's your character. Here's the script. Do it. Mm Mm-hmm. It's reality, so well, quote unquote reality. So you don't get that. No. And, and then I was seeing everyone sort of go off in their own directions on it, and I was like, okay, well, I'll just get myself possessed by a demon. I brought all this shit, like I brought fake blood and contacts and yeah, of course you costumes. Did. Yes. So I was like, I might as well start using this shit. 
So uh, I'm going to get possessed by a demon today. (laughs) It was highly entertaining. I watched every episode. I was here for it. When they buried the other contestants, it was great. I was very here for this. It was a weird show, but really, uh, it was quite an experience. I love reality TV. I don't know that I should ever be on it. But I do love to of watch it. Of course you should. Oh, no, no, I'll be the one flipping tables. It's not my fault. <laughs> Prostitution horses. <laughs> I am from Jersey. I just watched the Housewives last night. Girl, them Jersey Housewives, they do not stop. No. No, they don't. They do not stop. This, they just found out this one has more money than the other on last night's episode. And jaws dropped. And I was like, oh, uh, my God. Oh, God. Okay. I think you should pull some cards for me because it's okay. what we do upon this show. Okay. So shuffle this deck right, chunk. And then... I'm a, I don't really know how to shuffle, so I'm going to do like... You just move them around. Yeah, just move I'm them around. Do like and then <laughs> kindergartner <laughs> shuffle. And then go ahead, and I will split it, and you pick three cards. The card to my... the Your left, my right, your left, is the card in the past. The card in the middle will be the present. And the card on your right, my left, will be the future. And then in my little book, it has the numbers and the suit. Okay. I'm going burp. Excuse me. Is this your handwriting? Yeah. That's my handwriting. Is it awful? It's the woman's handwriting. You have <laughs> such a woman. You have such womanly handwriting. Oh, my God. I used to practice my handwriting when I was a kid. Really? With, with, oh, yes. And, like, with all the girls in class with markers and... Yeah. In fourth grade, a girl taught me how to color with marker, and every line had to be exactly the same. You would outline whatever you were coloring first, and then you would go through and use the same width marker for each color. Mm. And it had to line up a girl. It was very OCD. I never colored like that again. That's very in the lines. Yes, but, but I, I, bet it looked, I bet it, it looked It looked gorgeous. Do you cut the cards? Yeah, I'll okay. cut it. And then you can use that. Like okay. okay, draw from the top. So I draw from the top. Do yes. I put them face down? Yes, please. And do I go Just, left to right? Yes. Okay, perfect. one. I love a queen who asks questions. Two. Three. Great. Stanosha. <laughs> Stanosha du jour. Okay, do we go left to right or do we start in the center? Yes, what? left okay. to right. So left will be, my left, your right will be... The past. My past. The past. Yes. Okay, what have we got? Ten of hearts. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Over there is the suits. The suits. Yes. Okay, so this is... So ten is completion. So this is your past. Yes. So 10 represents the completion. Completion. Uh-huh. And hearts represents emotions, feelings, relationships. Makes sense. I do put a lot of stuff in the past. I put it all to bed. I'm healing all of it. Yes. He, trying to heal all of it. Yes. Like whether it was good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. Okay. So that no, makes that's a lot good. Of sense for me. That's good to do. Yeah, because I kind of want to go into like this new phase of my life. Yeah, of course. With, like, no baggage. Yeah. But, like, acknowledge all of the baggage. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, have all my bags checked. I'm just not taking them. Oh, (laughs) cur. I'm not taking them through the airport security. Right. Right. But you can hold them for me, right? Yeah. (laughs) No, that's good. Because a lot of times we tell the story of who we were so often that we never become who we want to be. Because we're still busy being 
That's that, so true. That iteration of like who we say we are all the time. Yeah. You know, like I'm this is what I'm do this because this, that, and the other. But yeah. do you even want to be doing that? Right. So I have to put it all to bed. I have to thank you for everything that has helped me survive this far. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and maybe choose some other ways moving forward. That's really like wise and like really good advice. But it's so hard because it means you have to look at what you're doing. Yeah. Like you have to acknowledge I'm doing this. Why am I doing this? With yeah. everything. Like why do I brush my teeth at this time? Yeah. Which is so tedious. I just girl, I just <laughs> had a flashback of when I was in school in New York uh-huh. for theater. And I got mad oh, no. at the theater teacher because he was talking about that we had to write down. Girl, I just got so mad all over again. We had to write down. <laughs> what? What did you have to write down? Um, How we brush our teeth. When we like wake up in the morning. Every little thing because it was like sense memory or like whatever it is. Okay. To like really take a look at your entire day. And I was so mad. And here I am doing it <laughs> years later. Doing the exact same thing I got mad about, but now I'm doing it on purpose because I want to do it. Yeah. Girl, I just got mad at myself. Like, I could have just, I could have skipped this whole, <laughs> my t- entire 20s if I would have just paid attention right. when I was 18. Yeah. Damn. Let's Pull the middle card. Flip the middle card. It's a six of hearts. I'm loving all of this heart energy. Lots of heart action going on. Yes. So six represents harmony. And hearts, of course, again, is emotions, feels, relationships. So, and this is your present? That's my present. So I think it goes back to what you were just talking about, is like uh, coming to peace and completion with all these things from your past is actually creating harmony for yourself in the now. I love this. Which is exactly like. I mean, that's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so wild that it's right there That's, on a piece of paper. It's in the cards. The it's cards the don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but well, what's my future now? I feel like Dark Lady, the share song. <laughs> she flipped a card, a tail in the six. <laughs> okay. Six. What does this represent your future? future. Okay. Future. <gasps> okay, a seven of spades. Uh oh. Seven represents mystery. Oh yes. Gosh. And spades represents thinking, communication. Uh, what the fuck? Girl, I know exactly what that's about. Because what? I'm on this journey to like learn more constantly. Of like, yes. Not necessarily enlightenment, just like education. Like I want to learn more. I can't learn enough. I can't know enough. That's a good... Like, it's not possible for me to see... Enough perspectives. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And the only way to do that is to understand someone's perspective. Like, you can't just see it or, like, be told it. You have to kind of embrace it. Yeah, for sure. And it's a complete mystery because you have no idea where any of this learning is going to go. Like, why am I thinking about Mount Shasta? (laughs) Like, why? But, like... I don't know. I'm going to learn something. Yeah. I'm going to learn something along the way. Yeah, and when you have a feeling like that, sometimes you, it's better just to not even, like, ask why about it. Because if you feel attracted yeah. to going there, then I think you're just being called to go there. And you seem like really a person who's really in tune with, like, your intuition and oh, yeah. things like I've that. I've had to learn to trust it. Yeah. 
So I, you and Wendy need to go to Mount Shasta. <laughs> I want to go to fucking Mount Shasta Let's to see your show. Because you both are amazing. Oh, I do love Wendy Ho. She's so one good. talented woman. Yeah. Um, When I saw her with Bianca at, what was it, Wembley Arena? Oh, yeah. It was wild. Here, oh, my I'm, gosh. I'm, I don't care. I'll talk about it on this podcast. That She was singing. <laughs> she was saying, you can fuck me on a railway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can fuck Let me. me. <laughs> and I don't care how you fuck me. Just fuck me right down now. <laughs> and you have all of Wembley Arena. Well, it was my fault. I pulled out my mm-hmm. phone and turned the flash on and mm-hmm. was waving it above my head. So you have all of these people doing the slow wave with the flashlights above That's, their head to, wow. who can fuck me? <laughs> That's a magic moment. And I'm moment. just like, Wendy! Wendy! From Hamburg and Mary's to Wembley Arena. That look is at you. a magic moment. Yeah, these are our lives now. Yeah. There was a time when all we did was $50 gigs in the back of a bar. Which... Was fun. Those are still fears. Still very, very fears. I still love them. Yes, me too. Okay. This, we're coming up to the end of the show now. Oh, okay. I know. I'm devastated. It would be a great time for you to tell anybody that is listening what they should go and find you doing, how they can find you, and what are you doing? Well, I guess I would just, you can listen to our podcast. Absolutely. uh, your listeners are are podcaster people, yes, which ma'am. I'm a podcaster person. <laughs> yes. As of a few years ago. Um, but yeah, so that's called Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem. There we go. And um I don't know, just go to alaskathunderfuck.com, follow me on Instagram at the only Alaska five thousand. Those are good ways of knowing like where I'm gonna be and what I'm gonna be doing. I love this. I mean I follow you because you are quite insane and I'm very here for it your creativity knows no bounds aw thanks some people it feels like a struggle you it feels effortless I'm kind of here for it uh well thanks I mean it was just just saying okay you You can also find this here podcast or any others from Earwolf over at anywhere you can find a podcast Stitcher iTunes and some other stuff you know what to do Mm -hmm. you're quite capable y'all will figure it out I'm Vicky Vox, and you can find me online at the Vicky Vox. I also have a PayPal and a Venmo and a Cash App at the Vicky Vox. There you it is. You can tip me if you would really <laughs> like to get involved with this show. Go on the iTunes little site for the show mm-hmm. and leave a comment. Yes, I want to know. Do you have any wild conspiracies? <laughs> like wild conspiracies? Do you want to talk about ghosts? What do you want to talk about? Do you know a ghost drag queen? That would be some stuff. Put it on the comments over there on the iTunes. (laughs) And also, (laughs) rate it five stars. Even if you hate the show, rate it five stars because you hate it that much. Okay? There's no difference between love and hate. It's just opposing ends of the same force. All right. We'll see everybody the next time this show happens. I love you. You're doing great. You can fuck me like (laughs) that.